Hi, everybody. This is Jenny G. Perry, and you are listening to Goddess and Gab. And we're going to come at you two times, Jenny Licious style. I have one of my goddess sisters, Jenny Smith. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing good. Hello. So I want you to tell my audience just a little, little bit about you, what you're about, what you like. Just give them a little taste. All right. So I am, I call myself a Jenny of Raids, and I am um, really just loving life right now. I am a wife, a mother of two, um, in the process of moving to my dream uh, home out west, and um, just into so much stuff that brings me joy, from photography to playing tennis to um, really raising my kids to have... um, purpose and um, intentionality in their life and doing my own study on my own purpose and what really brings me joy. And again, like I said, kind of playing and and following my soul towards that. Did I lose you? I, I muted myself. He like that. It's like, that was, that was a really clever trick. I was just going to say, um, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Everything that you said. And, um, I think that you, you really enjoyed life so much. And I love that because, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's like that kind of like hustle, 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 but it's like, no, also like enjoy life. Like life is short. You should be enjoying it. So that's, it's a balance for me. But we wanted to talk about, um, women today because today is international women's day and we kind of got talking about you know there is sometimes you know like today it's all about girl power but sometimes it's us versus them and I see like you know women that are you know older talk about like women that were younger and one thing as I turn 40 in like how many months May 15th is my birthday I vow never to say oh well you're under you'll understand when you're in your 40s because I always hated that when people would do that to you like Mm. When you'd have a baby and they're like, oh, well, you'll do it differently when they get older or when you have more than one. And I was always like, don't do that to women because you actually don't know that. You really don't. She yeah. might do it exactly the same way. And I just think it's like we're meant to encourage women, especially women that are younger than us. And so we were talking our little catch up before we started recording about, you know, this. You had said something that one of your friends said one of the downsides of feminism, and I thought it was a really interesting point to talk about. Do you want to let them know what you said? Sure. Um, Yeah, and I thought it was interesting, too, and it really gave me food for thought that um, she was saying that um, the the rise of feminism back in the, you know, 60s, 70s, wherever, um, was almost a detriment to us today because now we're expected to do everything. Not only are we expected to take care of things in the home, but we're also expected to then go out and earn a living, earn a paycheck, um, compete in the same world as men and in, in our homes. And this whole thing of perfectionism and Pinterestism and judging each other um, and judging ourselves. And just like you said, kind of the us versus them almost has has um, gotten even worse from a standpoint where women are now um, expected to to do it all and um, be happy and find that joy and we, we know that's impossible 
Exactly. But I disagree with your friend in that, like, thank God, thank God that there are pioneer women like my mom who, you know, in the 70s, you know, she was, I mean, she started, I guess she would like maybe 63 is when she started working as a businesswoman. And she started like as, you know, telephone operator, literally, like for the switchboard. And then, you know, went in at 19 and started working and she was always self-sufficient, independent. And she's been such an inspiration to me that like, I understand that there's a lot of pressure that women have where it's like, you have to, you have to maintain a home and you have to, you know, be a working mom and everything. And I cannot stand the working moms versus stay-at-home moms bullshit. I cannot stand it. Like on either side, just shut up, just shut up. Like every woman is doing their best. And it's hard, every woman, it's hard for every woman to balance being a mom, every woman. But I was raised where my mom didn't bake a thing, didn't bake a single thing. We had a cleaning lady um, or not, like, you know, we had time periods where we had a clean and like, that's just, you know, the way it was. But I think that women having choices is like my favorite thing in the whole entire world. Like, I love the fact that you can decide that you want to stay at home. You can decide you want to work from home. You get, you get to decide that you want to work outside the home. And also, if you think back to like maybe when my mom was in high school, that how many women did not want to get married? And so they would have to become a nun if they didn't want to get married. Mm. Because you couldn't be gay. So like my dad would even say like in his yearbook, he's like, that guy committed suicide, that guy became a priest. And that's just Philly, in, Philly back in 1962 or whatever. Um, that's the reality that it was. So you didn't get to not have kids. And think about all the women that when you hear people's stories, like, I want to have kids. And their kids sure as hell knew it because the kids felt it. Mm-hmm. So the, the mother would say terrible things because she didn't want to be a mom. Yeah. And now you get to, you literally, I have so many, you know, women that I'll come in contact with that they're not having kids. And I'm like, God bless you just know what know what kind of life you want and know that you can have it I think there's such beauty there like I will take all the bullshit with Pinterest with that (laughs) yeah yeah it's so beautiful to know that we have choices and then of course the difficult thing is making those choices and standing up for yourself in those choices because of course you're, you're not honored in that choice you still have to defend yourself somehow you to somebody you do I feel like you always have to say, and I, and what I think that you shouldn't explain yourself, honestly, because explaining is draining. Like you can explain to somebody some, a little tidbit, but if you go into like this big long ass thing, don't even bother. They're not going to get it. Like, you know, you've, you've encountered somebody where their life is so different than yours. And you could just tell the minute you're talking, they're just like, they're just judgy eyes on you. And it's like, no, but my mom, I don't know where anybody else grew up except for me in Philly in the 80s and my mom never went to a class party because we didn't have class parties we were in Catholic school so there was never this feeling of that like you know um my mom had to do this and like there is a pressure now that I don't think has anything to do with feminism I think it's like the way culturally like women have developed to try to be better and in that betterness is I don't think that's a word, but we just made it up. Betterness. <laughs> but in the bettering, right, it, women wanted to be like, you know, more beautiful than they ever were. Because back in the 80s, like when you turn 40, you could put on mom jeans, cut your hair, frost it, and be done with it, right? Like, this isn't just to try anymore. <laughs> it was like, done. 
right? And then, like, you know, Desperate Housewives shows come on and, and the real housewives and people are like, you know, looking good into whatever age they are. So there is this pressure for women to keep up. But again, you don't have to plug into it. You really don't. You can choose to be like, no, I'm going to be, I'm going to do it my own way. And that takes very deliberate, intentional living. I know that that's how you live is very much on purpose. And if you're not living on purpose, you're living by default, which means you are going to sit there and think that whether you bake the right cupcakes or not for the class party is going to mean shit when your kids are not going to remember. Like you might have it encapsulated on Instagram, but they're not going to remember it. They're really not. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to remember it either. Other than the fact that you posted a picture of it. Exactly. And sometimes that stuff is like, you know, then you're pulling your hair out and you're like, who am I really doing this for? I know I did it for the teachers and the other moms and somewhat for the kids. But if I'm honest, it wasn't just all for the kids completely. It was, I would have, you know, intentions of, you know, wanting to appear a certain way in entertaining or, you know, being a mom or whatever. And now I've come to the place where like who I am is not, it's nothing you can write down. It's nothing you can write down. It's not a name, a title you know, even an adjective because I'm ever changing. Mm -hmm. And that's as women, I think that, you know, we were taught that like, you know, to have good morals and to be like the steadfast person for your whole life. When in, in actuality, you go through so many cycles and so many incarnations of you, like, like Jenny, who was, you know, a, a teenager and then Jenny who got married and then a Jenny who, had children and Jenny now like there's so many incarnations and thank God she changed right mm -hmm. yeah it's like if not who would you be it's like you just get better with time Jenny I have to tell you is one of the, the most high vibe girls I just love her so much mm, thank you yeah and I, I love your energy too and I just love um, the positivity and I love that we can build each other up and I love that we can celebrate um, the, all the different versions of ourselves together and see each other for who we are and who we were and the path um, that led us to this place as, as being all for our benefit and all for our greater good. And I think that, you know, to, to again, bring it back to the International Women's Day, um, it, it, it maybe is a celebration for people. It maybe is a protest for people. It maybe is something and I think a lot of it maybe has to do with the place that they are in their own life and their own celebration of the, themselves or their resistance of themselves as a woman and again going back to the us versus them I mean we're all women we're all human beings so to celebrate um, each other and build each other up I mean wouldn't that just be the perfect world uh, completely because it's it's very hard as a woman in general to feel like you have you know the world against you at times not and it, this is definitely not anti-man like that's what I think men need to realize that this is not anything to do with against men like I posted something about um you know it was a Coco Chanel uh post and it was about like who you should be is who you want to be whoever that is type thing and I say that for my sons, too. I don't want it to be like girl power where boys are bad, but it's just that if you look at across the planet, it's a very patriarchal male-dominated society. It's not something that I'm saying as a cliche or for International Women's Day. Like, 
do your actual research, like actually get your head out of your ass and look at the reality of, you know, wage gaps of even like, you know, some of the, you know, abortion rights coming up. Because You should never make any sort of law or have any say so in abortion unless you have a vagina or you've been raped or you, you know, I just think that it's just not your business. It's just not. Because all the men lawmakers, like, they're certainly not going to take care of all the unwanted babies. It's just that stuff gets me so fired up because it's like really, you know, birth control, abortion, all that kind of stuff. It's not for men to decide what to do with our bodies. It's really not. Um, That definitely gets me fired up. And it's not anti-men, though. That's the thing is that I don't want to rule on prostate or penis health. Like, I don't think that I should have a say in penis world. Like, I just don't, right? Like, I don't. But how different would it be if, like, you know, penises were, you know, at the mercy of women? Like, we got to decide, because we know how it works real great, right? Because we have one. Like, it's just asinine to me. But it's not anti-men. That's not what this is about. And any man that thinks that women hate men, like, you're missing the point, and you're taking it personally when you should be looking at how you can empower women besides just telling her that she's pretty. And it's not about, um, well, first of all, in all of that, it's not about anyone telling you what you should do with yourself or your body. I mean, you, you are the ultimate um, decision maker and, and there, there is no judge, but you that matters. And that's one whole point. I mean, we could go on and on about, um, but also to um, bring it up to, if people feel that women want rights, but then they feel that they're taking it away from someone else versus the abundance that is available to all of us, that we can all have good rights. We can all have good wages. We can all do all those things. It doesn't take from, from someone else, just somebody wants it. And that's something that I want to bring up as well, is that we're not trying to take anyone away, anything away from anyone else. We just want to have as you know much goodness in our own lives as possible. I think that's such an excellent point, really, because we are not. It's not like we want to be like, okay, now let's overthrow all the men, and we want to be in charge, and we want to take everything from you. It's not at all. It's just about wanting equal. That's it. Yeah. Wanting to be equal. And, and I think that exactly. And, and that's the thing is that I think it's you know. I could get totally esoteric and woo-woo about this balancing of, you know, the divine feminine that's on the rise, but that's really a reality. Like women are stepping up and using their voices and, you know, letting people see them in whatever form that is. Because, you know, women usually have this kind of like role that they're supposed to play the way we're supposed to show up. And I love when, when somebody like kind of can trigger me, like where like somebody will say something like really provocative or will be so different where I have to like pause and I have to like take it back and be like, wait, okay, what do I think about this? Versus if you're in the place of always wanting to be vanilla and always saying the right thing, no one ever grows. So I kind of love when I can, I sound so crazy and I'll eat my words one day, but um, I like when I can trigger people sometimes because if it makes you have to think, then I did my job. Mm-hmm. I want to be somebody that makes people think. Yeah. And, and I like to be around people that make me think versus like if we sit here and kick around the same ideas and never think any differently. Yes. And, and calling in more people that are open to seeing things differently and to 
thinking. And you don't always have to change your mind, but let's be able to have a conversation where both of us leave and say, huh, okay, well, that was interesting. I, I received that. I, I heard you and I may not agree. You know, we may not come out any differently, but at least we thought about it. I, I think that's definitely, we need more of that going on. Well, you know what, and, and that, that saying about agreeing to disagree, like I honestly, I don't have to ha agree with people and they don't have to agree with me. Part of that has come out of like having a sister, having a husband, like, you know, having children, where if I needed to be right and they had to agree with me, that would be exhausting. <laughs> I would be in a mental asylum. <laughs> like, I think that it's, it, there's no point because I've looked at someone's argument and been like, I totally don't agree with you, but I can understand where you're coming from. And that's such a blessing because it's like, so any man that would be listening to this, you know, look at the fact that just try to look at the world through a woman's eyes today and look at maybe there's a blind spot that you're not seeing. Because I guess, I guess some men think that for women, like, you know, we could get any guy we want or what, I don't even know. I don't even know, or that we can have whatever we want. And, and really, they're not looking at factual information. But also, you kind of get into your heart a little bit. And when you think of it from like your sister, your mother, your daughter, you look at things so positive male note. I think that men have become so amazing. And the dads that like, you know how like, you know, when you're getting older, when like I'll be the beach and I'll see like a dad walking with like a little girl hand in hand. And I'm like, that is a sexy mofo. Because, like, a good guy is, like, sexy to you now. Like, you know, like, not like you want him, but you're, like, that's more attractive than, like, a bad yeah. guy. You know what I mean? Because you're just, like, there's something so beautiful about good guys that love their children. And I'm not talking about the, the stupid version of them on the commercials, like I was saying before the call. Like, I can't stand when the woman is, like, it's a cleaning product commercial, and she's all nagging him, and he's, like, a doofus. And I'm just, like, why do they do that to him? Like, he's so emasculated. He's either emasculated or he's, like, such a dumb person that they make him be, like, such a meathead, you know? But the woman never gets to be, like, more than one-dimensional, neither does the guy. I always, like, love to kind of observe them and say, like, could we get a little different of people on commercials? Like, is everyone in America like this? I don't think so. Right. But men have, men definitely now have stepped up. I know my husband cleans my house more than I do. And that's part of our dynamic. and we get to now redefine what male and female roles are. I know one teacher at one of my children's schools, the husband was a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, it just goes back to choices about who you want to be and how you want to live your life versus what the norm is and what the commercials and all the media are telling you of, of who we are. But to really go down deep again and and who are women everybody we you you get to decide you get to create and if you're in a relationship or a partnership or whatever that looks like you get to do that together as well and that's beautiful that each person can find their own role um not within the confines of what we're expected to be and i think that is definitely a good thing that's come out of feminism is we get we get to choose we get to define those roles and if we want to be um an astronaut or anything that is a typically a male thing we can because feminism gave that idea to us that we it was possible for us to have what we wanted exactly and and also the 
it's interesting how culture affects that because growing up in the 80s, there was growing pains. There was family ties. There was the Cosby show. And you had male, uh, I mean, uh, female leads that were so powerful. They were lawyers. They were doctors. Like, that was so powerful. Yeah. It was like, wow. Like, they get to be these women that, you know, have these careers. And they dressed like my mom did. You know, like, I saw my life in that. And how, you know, you had two working parents and what that looked like and what the juggle was. It was just so awesome. And I think that sometimes we forget how much culture can affect things. And those women were like, you know, you look at those shows and you're like, wow, like that was that, that you look at Donna Reed and all the, you know, 50 housewives and everything. And this was the opposite of that. These were the women were like, they didn't need their husband. They really didn't. Like they weren't a happy marriage and they were all about being a great mom, but they were you know, in charge, and they were in these excellent jobs. So I just, to me, that I, I think about that, and I'm like, that really was so important because that was that was in our brains. Like that was what was being formed in our brains, what we saw in our culture, and that's one of those things that it's very hard for us sometimes to get out of our own world. But the world that we were raised in defines us so much in the way we see things. So another point in International Women's Day is that don't. Don't judge other women in other cultures or that live differently than you because they're made up differently than you. Like their cellular memory is different than yours. Mm-hmm. And so really, I would, I would much rather a million gazillion choices than people live like me. I just think that that would be a terrible world. We, we live in a, a diverse you know, world full of variety. And I'm glad. I'm glad. I think we can like learn so much from other people. And that's something where I remember in high school, I took this one class called world cultures and I found it fascinating. And I wish that we would as adults get a little bit more schooling. Like if there was a way for us to educate ourselves, you know, like where I'd like to see more of that. I'd like to see more people understanding what people's religions are, what they're we need to go back to school. <laughs> yeah. Well, cre- we, we need to create a new curriculum for, you know, for ourselves and for everyone. It's like walk a day in somebody else's shoes. And you don't even have to literally like live their life, but just like put yourself there. Like, how does that feel? What would that be like for you? And just ask questions deeper and deeper and deeper till you get that understanding or at least that different perspective that everything isn't just like you said before, vanilla, or it isn't what your norm is. There's a million different norms out there and there isn't one that's created to be the right one. Mm. And for the young women, I'd like for them to really like understand, you know, the differences in the cultures where like my grandmother would not have been able to vote. And so I, I am understanding so much differently than maybe a 20 something girl who she was always raised to feel like, she was everything. She was like a superhero and she could do anything. And mm. the, and in a good way, she always felt like the universe had her back. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there can be like that they forget that there's a lot of fighting that had to happen for them to get there. And this, 70, she could, you know, it's not the end of the world. And that's something that we don't realize. And I, as using my voice, I can get chills when I think about the fact that 
I, for all the fucks that I say, okay, which to some that may, might seem vulgar, I really don't care because it's a word, you know, it's a, it's a word and it will not hurt you. But for as many times as I say that or something fire, or I write about sex or whatever I feel like at that moment, I think about all the women in the world that can't use their voice. And I take it a privilege that every time, like uh, you and I talking about what we're talking about on here, like what a privilege it is. Like it's not a given. It's a privilege. Yep. And I'm honored that we get to do this. Like it's, it's, we are so free. And that's something that I celebrate that more than anything in the world is to be free is everything. And that's, you know, in your culture and also personally to be free inside of yourself, to be who you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, just, I mean, to, to look at then the intention, you know, you, you are, you are creating these things, you are using your word, you are promoting a message. Um, and your intention is to contribute to the betterment of all. And again, with the International Women's Day, that that is the intention is to just bring that awareness to have a greater good not to make anyone feel less than, not to take away from, but to promote and to build all of us within. And it just happens to be women. If you want to have a men's day, we can have a men's day. And all the women will rally around men to build each other up. And that, that's the intention behind it. So you say you don't give a fuck, you don't give a fuck. It's just a word. Your intention behind it is that you are doing for yourself what feels right for you and, and brings you joy. And that's, you know, if we can look behind what everyone um, says into what they do and how they're living, there's so much to be said from that. And definitely a place for us to be putting more focus on is the actions. Mm, completely. And, and supposedly I read today, I don't know if it's actually true, that the that International Men's Day is um, November 19th. I don't know if it's actually true or not. Oh, okay. But, but you know, there's there's also an International Donuts Day. You know, it's not <laughs> actually an international, but I know that. And it's just funny because, you know, that's like, it's it's one of those things that I think it's just, it's meant to you know, women are treated as a minority in certain ways. And some people would think that I'm crazy for saying that, but until there's no wage gap, then that's the truth. And until there is no questions about our reproductive rights, then that's true. So, and, and as long as women are being judged on whether, you know, they were asking for it when they're raped on what she's wearing, like, then we still have some things that we have to clean up. Once we're done cleaning that shit up, we won't even need an international woman's day. We really won't. We'll just have a big ass party. Mm -hmm. But until then, we we have to, we still have some fighting to do, and that's and that's where sometimes you know your fighting comes with you living the fullest expression of yourself, regardless of what anybody says. I mean, that's the ultimate protest, right? To be mm -hmm. who you truly are in a world that wants you to be certain things. Yeah, yeah, and this isn't just a hot button topic just because of the current administration. This was going on, you know, for last year we were in Germany and there was um, they had chalk drawings and just really a lot of promoting the love of uh, the International Women's Day and stuff. So this isn't just a now thing. This has been going on since before now, before it became a hot topic. So it's not like people are just getting on the bandwagon. I mean, some might be, but this, this, this goes back. This goes back to our grandmothers. Just like you said, this goes back and this does have an effect on people. And I think that the reason why, you know, it, it's a good thing 
that this administration has gotten people riled up is you see what a change in women. I mean, to see a women's march, I mean, that was so powerful to watch these women come together. And, and a friend of mine who went to the one in New York City, she's like, oh, you could tell a bunch of moms were organized and everybody went to lunch after. Like, you know, it was so funny because yeah. it was just a positive thing and there were so many men involved. And it's really just about, it's about equality. It's about equality. That's what I think any person who is a happy, well-adjusted person just wants everyone to have equal rights across the board, whether or not they are like you, because I want men to have rights. Like if it was like, oh, now we get to choose, like who's going to have the rights? Like how dumb would that be, right? We'd be hypocrites. But I want transgender rights. I want gay rights. I want, you know, African-American equal rights. I want immigrants. I want everyone to be able to be equal. And that's, that's something where I think women, as you know, the fights that we've had to deal with, we have such a different kind of perspective. And I shouldn't speak for all women because I know some women have a more myopic view. And then there's men that have a more open view. But yeah, open your hearts and open your minds today. That's the key here. And, you know, like that goddess energy, that mother energy is so healing that, you know, um, for men to close off to women for fear in that there's some negative to this. You're missing out, buddy. You're missing out on a big hug from some wonderful lady in your life by closing off. So yeah. But thank you, Jenny. Thank you so much for being on here. You know that I could talk to you every day, all day long. You're such an awesome person. And I'm grateful to have you in my corner, in my life. And everybody needs Jenny's in their life, right? Jenny Licious Power? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. We are fierce, but we're kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to Goddess and Gab. This is Jenny G. Terry. And happy International Women's Day. Talk to you next time.